3: As predicted, the cowardly fascists calling themselves Democrats are already verbally espousing, like the fat pig Michael Moore, it's time to get rid of the Second Amendment. This is the philosophy of all Marxists, of all collectivists, of all government supremacists. And that's what they are government supremacists. To weaken the people, always. They hate the idea that you're an individual. And they hate the idea that it's ingrained in our founding documents that you have the right to defend yourself. I couldn't help but notice that horrific crime on Lower Wacker. Um, did anybody see the, the horrific crime on Lower Wacker where they burn the homeless
1: guy? It was a disturbing story downtown this morning. Chicago police are searching for the person who actually set a homeless person
0: on fire. Yeah, as fiendish as they are, cowardly. Joni is standing by live. She's got the grim details. Good morning.
4: Terrible story. He has burns over more than half his body. He is uh, an elderly man, the victim. But he is alive because a security guard acted to save his life. This happened on Lower Wabash. Wab- so some low-life scum
3: Democrat doused him first with liquid. With gasoline and then set him on fire. 75 year old homeless guy. The real sin was that he didn't have a, a magnum and shoot that son of a dog in his face. See, that's who needs the gun the weak, the women, the other things. Because the guns are already here. Listen, nobody's more unhappy about guns being invented than me. I'm Norwegian. We would have taken over the entire world if it wasn't for the gun. We didn't need the gun, we had the axe, all kinds of hatchets and whatnot. I'm a big fan of that. But see, that's because I like that stuff. But my wife, she needs the gun to shoot the scum Democrat in the face when they douse him with gasoline, when they break into the house. This is common sense. So the government that is supposed to protect you cannot, especially if it's a Democrat government. And you see the utopias around the country, like the one in Chicago, where the lowlife who burned the guy, gone in the wind, he'll get away with it. Like what? 87% of all murders in Chicago, and I think I'm being high. I think, I, I think I'm being gracious on that percentage. I actually think it's 97% of the murders in Mayhem that go on Democrat, on Democrat violence. But the equalizer is the gun. It's why it's ingrained in our documents. And ironically, it's not just to shoot the scumbags that would burn you. It's to shoot oppressive tyrants, whoever they are. That's the, That's the Second Amendment. And now, in our founding documents my right to that is never to be encumbered so we allowed the government to encumber us right because we all thought that they thought that they were americans and they believed in american principles and they were going to abide by law but by the time they get there when you're being attacked there's nobody there except a policeman to fill out the report of what happened as the victims are always victims because there are predators among us so the government in these democrat hellholes wants to make it harder for people who follow the law to get guns. It doesn't matter. Is there a gang-banging roach scumbag that has a foid card? I didn't hear this in the debate although there were two debates last night. Criminals don't care about laws. Criminals don't. And law-abiding people will become criminals when you infringe their rights. I'm one of them and I'm here to turn myself in. I will never give up a weapon. I carried a gun in Chicago when I worked at the Southwater Market as a 14-year-old, can you believe that, squirrel? 14-year-old. My first day at the Southwater Market. My first day. My cousin, and I adored him. I idolized him. Ten years older than me. Worked at the Southwater Market. Brought me to work. First day. Guy got stabbed. Bled to death. I, not, I couldn't believe what I saw. Something you only see in movies. I said, "Oh my!" I was nervous about everything. My cousin said, "Don't worry. I got a gun." Well, then it wasn't long. I had a gun too, because I'm not going to be a victim ever. ever, And I'm not going to rely on a corrupt government who today, the usurper who stole an election, signed an executive order to weaken police officers, to weaken the way in which they respond to predators. It's called the George Floyd bill. I thought it was to celebrate his 24 months of sobriety, but it's not. It's to weaken law enforcement in the name of a rat, drug addict, piece of dung. Scumbag. George Floyd, may he burn in hell, rat bastard. But these Democrats are rat bastards too. And they like when you have a weak citizen. Weak, because they're government supremacists. And then you must bow knee. And before you know it, the whole damn country's Oak Park. Bunch of fat, you can't tell what the hell they are. Mr., Mrs., I don't know, I keep letting them in front of me in line at Starbucks, I don't get my coffee. And a bunch of countrymen like that. All fat Oak Park transgenders. Which, by the way, got the guy in trouble. What's his name? Paul Gozar. He accused, and it looks to be like there's photographic evidence, that this low-life, wretched soul, product of a totalitarian, fascistic government that took his life away from him, like everybody else, for two and a half years, he couldn't hack it because it seems he had some problems. Like mascara. Like to put on some dresses. So maybe instead of gun control... We need transgender control. Ooh, how's that? You think you can run on that? I don't think so. But Beto O'Rourke sees an opportunity. He likes to be called Beto because he doesn't want you to realize his real name is Robert Francis. And he's not Latinx. He may have married one. He may have paid a prostitute that was one. But he's not Latinx. He's part of the Irish Mafia. And the Democrats love it because the Democrats are an offshoot of the Irish Mafia. That's why they thrive. In these Irish neighborhoods, their wives are always walking around with very sexually unsatisfied faces. They're all miserable. And it's because Beto O'Rourke and the rest of the Irish gypsies, they're short in the trousers. ...line and an embarrassment. and not play
5: this. this stuff. The next shooting is right now, and you
3: are doing nothing. No, he need to get shopping. his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to you. Now, the guy who's telling him, get his ass out of here, he's an old man with a cane. What he did is storm a stage... Because Greg Abbott's there, and this Irish gypsy con artist Democrat roach is trying to run for governor, like Irvin, like Richard Irvin. In fact, I think Beto O'Rourke may be a little better than Richard Irvin. He should come to Illinois and run as a Republican. He'd have a big. He'd be leading the pack. All he needs is some more corrupt corporatist money. So he runs the stage and tries to get his six seconds of fame, but it's Texas. And that old man with the cane was ready to kick his weak Irish ass. This is
6: totally predictable. You, sir, you're sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line.
3: Sir, you're out of line. Please
6: leave this auditorium.
3: That's the one thing you got to love about Texas. Even when they're aggravated and they're going to kick your ass, they call you sir and they say please. That's completely unlike Melrose Park.
2: I can't believe you're a
4: sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue.
3: That's all they are. Sick son of a dogs that utilize everything to make a political issue. Cuz if you ever paid attention, the good thing for them is their constituents are stupid morons with their hand out. Cuz if they ever paid attention to what the Democrats really stand for, they would understand they don't really care about anybody's kid. Look at the way look at the way they live in their democrat hellholes. Look at the way they're educated at the chicago public school where the only chance you have is if you can get your kid into some charter school or some private school or where they send their kids for forty thousand a year but the rest of them can't say the word ask seems to be a bit of a problem but they need their constituents stupid because if they weren't they would think that this is just an old man who really cares about them and really is religious
7: good evening fellow americans
3: I had hoped. By the way, is he going to, do you want to hook him up to life support now? Is this a man? It's a tragedy in the country. I got to listen to this old dummy. Like he's ordering soup at Panera? Idiot.
7: When I became president, I would not have to do this. Another massacre. Uh. In Valde, Texas. What was the name of this In An elementary school.
3: Now look at that simple wife.
7: Innocent. Second, third, fourth graders. <clears throat> it's one grade stupid. And how many scores of little children who witness what happened? See their friends die as if they're on a battlefield for God's sake.
3: And this is the part that's funny to me. Do
7: you know how many American
3: kids he sent to battlefields that should have never been there? You know how much blood is on this Irish gypsy bastard's hands? You have any idea? I do, because I remember. Do you remember? Oh, I do. I remember when the Taliban, seven years ago, shot 130 kids in a school. You remember that, Score? You can see right behind me a a, a building, which is for... No, I'm sorry. This is the one from three months ago. I don't want to jump the... The, gun
6: the Taliban is claiming responsibility for an attack on a military-run school in Peshawar, Pakistan. More than 100 people were killed, most of them children. Ajans France Press reports the school mostly serves military children, and many of the teachers are army wives. Police said at least five armed men stormed the school early Tuesday morning and started shooting students at random.
3: Up to That's when he was the vice president. 130 kids killed by the Taliban. This is just three months ago. After this irish gypsy sick bastard gave the taliban afghanistan and foreign aid you can see right behind me a a a building which is totally collapsed four months back this building is a high school for the people of afghanistan that means in the logar district but now you can see this became fully collapsed and during that time when the ramzan are going on the taliban has attacked around more than 30 people have died. They lost their lives. And maximum number of the casualties are killed by the Taliban that this imbecile gave a country to and foreign aid. Children. But they couldn't capitalize off these children. In fact, they didn't want you to know about these children. That's why the vast majority of the reports on it are from foreign news outlets to cover up the real atrocity, the real murderers in this country. They're Democrat, politician, warmongering, scum, bipartisan, to give them a little bit of credit, bipartisan Republicans are in on this too. Republicans like Madeleine Albright. That now we care about the children. We didn't care about them when Carter was in. I mean, uh, Clinton. It doesn't matter. They're fungible Democrat scum.
1: We have heard that a half a million children have died.
0: I mean, that's more children than died when, when in, in Hiroshima.
4: And and you know, is
1: the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it.
3: So don't fret and don't buy their bull dung. They care about 19 kids? They care about 19. Half a million Democrat scum. When they were the vice president with Barack Obama, 130 in one school, another 70 in another school. And then there's our very own Tammy Duckworth, who is a prime example of what happens when the Senate has an unlimited all-you-can-eat buffet. You're ballooning up nicely, toots.
2: Thank you. I want to emphasize um, one of the topics that Senator Stabenow is, uh, has brought up. Even though it is disheartening we still ha- that we still have to have this debate about whether women should be in control of their own bodies, I am proud to be here with my colleagues to reiterate that Democrats are not going to give up when it comes to protecting reproductive rights no matter what.
3: There you go. So don't think they care about the fourth graders, because the only thing sadder than an innocent fourth grader being killed is some baby who's killed by their own mother. Mothers like this roach. So now where's the part where, where he invokes God's name, Yahweh? Where's the part when Biden pretends to be religious, pretends to be a Catholic, instead of a political whore bought and sold by communists and oligarchs and every dirtbag in this country who votes Democrat? 312
4: 5,600. AM 560, The Answer. It's aggravating. You knew how
0: it was going to play out. I called it yesterday.
7: Where's the,
3: do we have him talking about God?
7: I don't live with the rest of their lives. Weak. There's a lot we don't know yet. Worthless. There's we know a he had mascara
3: in his skirt.
7: The parents who will... Never see their child again.
3: Yeah, Bill, you paint a picture with words. Never You're brilliant.
7: Never in bed and cuddle with them.
3: Yeah, cuddle with them. Shut up. <clears throat> Is it, we got the clip where, he, where the kids rub his legs, his hairy legs, and watch the, the blonde-haired, sick, creepy bastard.
7: As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby?
3: As a nation, your entire political party advocates baby murder. You sick moron. So don't don't invoke God. Because believe me, if he was paying attention, there wouldn't be any of you rats around. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous.
4: At Kinsey Street, this is the dock area under Trump Tower and some other buildings. At 2.50 this morning, police say a man doused a sleeping 75-year-old homeless man with a flammable liquid and then set him on fire.
3: Anybody want to... Anybody want to bet it's a registered Democrat if they were ever gonna catch him? Scum of the earth. I think we're winning over the Democrat Jim from Chicago. I mean, I know he feels guilty. He sat on his ass for years, now he's got that mystical magical pension. But he wants to ask me, why is there a seventy five year old homeless man there in the first place? Jim, are you there?
8: Hi. Yeah, Not hi, Sean, how are you? Democrats, Jim. No, but Sean, listen, I have a double I have dual citizenship in Ireland. There's no seventy five year old man
9: sleeping on the street in Ireland, I guarantee it. They've had universal health care for years. Universal first nation
3: of both. For- first of all, half of the country's half of the country's drunk are I- sleeping in pubs. Universal health care. More socialism by another Irish con artist. Oh, it's wonderful there. They're not sleeping on the street because they throw your big asses in jail. They don't tolerate the kind of uselessness that Chicago employs. Maybe we're not winning them over. Uh, Tom, Marcel. Hey, Sean, how's it? Good, buddy. How are you?
2: Hello. Yeah, you're there. I'm doing good. Hey, Sean, I've been studying this for a long time. Every mass shooting, not some, every mass shooting involves some form of speed, um, a uh, methamphetamine, a derivative of overdraw, like a Prozac, some type of... Antidepressant. We got 30 million people on antidepressants with 5 to 6% having some suicidal, homicidal thought or action. Yeah, at least and you get that the disclosure. On that, at gonna, least you get
3: that disclosure when it's advertised, you know, yeah. when they shop it around yeah. the parents to put their kids who are unruly on it. At least, at least they do disclose you will have suicidal tendencies and suicidal thoughts, and you're probably right, but here's what you have oh, to know. Not my Johnny. The,
4: That's the,
10: not my Johnny. Good yeah. for
3: you. Good for you, Tom. Here's what you have to know. There is an effort right now to cover up whatever is in this kid's background that could incriminate the Marxist mafia, because a senator, I'm sorry, a congressman, Paul Gozar, was attacked vehemently when he alluded that this was a transgender student. Regardless of the fact that they have pictures of them with mascara and skirts, I guess apparently that doesn't make you transgender at all. No, forget about gun control. Let's let's see what some of their scholars, some of their big thinkers, really have to say.
6: To nickel and dime this, I don't know if that's going to do it. I think that we need some really drastic action here. Um, we need a moratorium, perhaps, on gun sales. Um, we need to, who will say on this network or any other network in the next few days it's time to repeal the Second Amendment.
3: See, maybe we need cupcake control, you fat bastard. Maybe we need cupcake control. And to Jim in Chicago, that's why we can never have universal health care. Because of guys like you and Michael Moore, sat in your ass on the municipal truck and stuffed your face with sandwiches. Now you want free health care. Based on guys like me. Do 100 pushups a day, work out constantly. I got to pay for your fat ass and Michael Moore. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want me to have the Second Amendment. I don't want to be have universal health care for you scumbags. What do you think of that? 312. 642-5600
4: AM560 The Answer
3: Nice pull Was that an urban commercial? Did you see that fast talking piece of dung On NBC? What a fraud What an absolute fraud He's got some ideas too About the Foyt card His policies sound a lot like the Democrats Doesn't it?
11: The uh, void card system in Illinois is broken. You know, I can say, you know, specifically my FOID card expired during COVID. It took me a year to get to get another one. The system's
3: good thing you had security. Good thing you had security, scumbag. See, the criminal doesn't care about his fight. You think he says oh, my FOID card? It's expired. Think he even has one. And by the way, what, what good would a background check have done on the 18 year old? I mean, unless we can put in there that he's transgender and there's clearly some sort of problem. Clearly, some tendencies. And as far as the Facebook posts, I saw it all. All he should have put on there is that Joe Biden didn't win the election. Maybe the FBI could have been watching him. Morons, morons. Uh, Sergeant Dino. Hey, Sean,
6: long time. I haven't spoken to you, but I think about you. Good job.
3: Thank you, bro. So, my wife and I,
6: my hey, my wife mm-hmm. and I told you many times I married up to a beautiful Melrose Park Sicilian, right? Yeah, she's so been along working out. at They're a school pretty. two. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would yeah. be under a bridge without my wife. Yes. God bless me with that. Yeah. So so my lovely wife uh, worked at a school district. I have no problem mentioning District 300 two years ago in, this, in the front desk, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a police officer comes in full uniform to read to his child, who is in first grade, a book. All right. Well, my wife, being married to myself, you know, I've been in the business for 28 years now, actually 30, and retired. Uh, and here's where I'm going with this. The administrators gave my wife a hard time. They basically confronted her and said, why did you let this guy in? I mean, he's in full uniform, Sean. So, you know, my heart goes out. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the Lord puts on my heart that maybe I'm thinking about running for school board in this district. You should. And we'll see. And if I do, and if I do, I might say, other than the Lord inspiring me, I'd say you would inspire me. But all kidding aside, you know, this is before the China virus hit. So there's already a culture going on that you know, and you did a great job articulating what is going on, and we really got to give back the authority to the parents and guardians and really help protect our children on all
3: levels. I just thought I'd share that story with you. I agree with you, and I love it. It will not happen if Richard Irvin is the nominee or if Pritzker stays in. You're going to have to go to a well-run state to get it, which is what I recommend. Let me ask you a quick question. Yes.
6: Me, thank you. Let me a quick question. What's your opinion? I'm hearing the nonsense that FOP, Chicago, and ISP are backing this guy, Dick Irvin, because in the circles I run with, active and retired, everyone's disgusted with this charlatan. They all know that this guy is a fugazi. They're
3: backing him because of Ken Griffin's money. See, this is all it takes. They just want the money. They don't mind the corruption. They could care less that that Ken Griffin bribed him when he was the, the mayor of Aurora to move the tower closer to the signal. They don't care about any of that. They want his money because politics is politics. And those people in charge of the Illinois GOP and those people in charge of FOP and ISP, they're political whores too. And they just are looking for the right pimp. That's the answer to your question. But that doesn't mean the individual policemen have to go along with that. And if anybody could stand up wanna, to them, it's the guys who are being attacked right now with an executive that's order that's going to, exactly. s- is going to surveil police officers far more than it did this freak, far more than it does all of the criminals. That's what the Democrats did to this country. They weaken law enforcement and strengthen predators. It's like Chicago, New York, New Jersey, California. Pick a Democrat sewer. Philadelphia, pick one. Detroit, just pick it. It's all the same. Thank you, Sergeant Dino. Appreciate the call. Johnny, Chicago.
9: Johnny in Chicago, gone. Tim Lamont. Hey, how we doing today, Sean? It's really great to hear, like, you're hitting all these talking points. I just had the same conversation at work today with a buddy of mine. I'm like, you know, how about we start enforcing some of the laws that are on the books? Like, you know, the fact that the guy didn't have a point card or has a loaded gun in his car or doesn't have it in a gun case or where did he get his ammo for? The fact that he's 18 years old and he's got a handgun. How does an 18-year-old get a handgun? And there's a bunch of idiots like Tammy Duckworth listening to her on the the news last night. Oh, such a tragedy these innocent children. And they're following breath, she's talking about how she's standing firm and, and wants to make sure that all these women can have their abortions when they want them. And here's the and other her thing. letter not too long ago and I'm like you know, you can do whatever you want with your your body. Don't take my tax dollars, my money, and make me complicit to these murders that you're doing with these innocent children. I don't want it.
3: 2,300 a day. 2,349 abortions a day. They care about the kids? They advocate the kids. They just want a guy in a lab coat to do it rather than some moron with mascara and a skirt on, which it's sick no matter who it is. I think it's sick either way. And here's the other thing. To remember, Tim, peanut head Kim Fox allowed a known gang leader out on a thousand dollar bail, which means he put up a hundred bucks after they caught him with a gun. Forty eight hours later, he shot up a bunch of kids. These are the same ones. What about his background check? Did you give him a background check? You lying, fraud, political whores. They know it's not going to do anything. But what they want to do is weaken you, because how dare you? think you're entitled. How dare you think you have unalienable rights? You don't. And by the way, they're here to tell you, you really should have never had them.
6: If I, I truly believe that Jefferson and Washington and Madison, if they all knew that that the bullet would be invented some
3: 50 years after our revolution, I don't Hey, stupid. It was invented in the ninth century in China. It's called gunpowder. First gun was made in the 13th century, you fat bastard. Stop reading the back of Oreo cookies and read some history, Fetzo. Well, they would have written it that way. They didn't even know what a bullet was. It didn't exist to the 1830s. Wrong again, fat boy. Anybody can look it up. Anybody. The gun was invented in the 13th century, much much to the chagrin of many Vikings who were kicking everybody's ass with an axe. Damn, I wish they would have never invented the gun. David Lancy
2: Hey Sean uh I don't want to diminish the lives of the children in Texas but when are the extremist socialists calling themselves democrats going to stand up to the pharmaceutical lobby who are shooting our children with unnecessary drugs and who knows what the death toll they're, is
3: there they're advocating for nope. more unnecessary drugs be shot into under 5 year olds now because Pfizer owns these political whores mm-hmm. owns them Bought and sold like a Madison Street hooker who didn't go work for the right. Cook County uh, government. Thank you very much. I had to give Dorothy a little shot there. She was an old hooker. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks a lot for taking my
2: call. Listen, this whole thing, is, you know, it's happened so many times with these schools. The answer to the schools is so simple. I know you know this. Let me just say it over the air. Listen, it's the same thing that all the celebs, all the politicians, I mean, they've got adult People with concealed carry, they got guns on them, and they're surrounded by them, okay? Why can't our kids have adult people with guns st- st- stuck in their whatever underneath their shirt, underneath in their pants? Listen, they need to have guns right there. And everything. when they scumbag like this uh, punk comes in there with the gun and everything, Craig, they need to
3: address st- it immediately. I got a buddy. His nickname is the Bebopper. He's a retired fireman. He's not a big guy. Little guy, but he's scrappy. Never lost a fight in his life, and he is a security guard for school. That's how he moonlights right now, and he's probably God. The bebopper. I'm. I'm in my. He's got to be in his late fifties. The bebopper would have never let this scumbag go into school. He would have carved his eyes out of his head, shot him fourteen times before he even walked in the door, and that's the first thing I asked yesterday. Where's all the security for the schools? See, we're paying twenty eight thousand dollars a pupil, a pupil. You know what kind of numbers we're talking? And the teachers' union is stealing the money. And they're giving it back to the Democrat horse, so you can have these problems. This is an example of government failure. Simple. 312 642
4: 5600. AM 560. The answer.
3: I cannot believe how fast this hour is going. Are you kidding me? Catherine, Western Burbs.
2: Hi, Sean. Hi, I had to call you with this in case you hadn't caught it, but uh, Sean Gaston, as you call him, or something like that. Uh, I heard a little... on right. Uh, he He's a pimple on DuPage County, but uh pimple on the face of it. I heard a little clip of him on a news, uh on a news cycle today, and he's blaming the violence in this hellhole of what used to be a hustling, bustling state in Illinois on the fact that our surrounding states have uh, lax um, gun laws. How these people, how these morons come
3: up with this stuff is just beyond me sometimes. Well, Catherine, first of all, he's a pimple on the ass of life, not the face. Secondly... He will say whatever he has to to protect the mafia of which he is a part of. It has nothing to do with the other states. What he is an indication of, Catherine, is that you must now fear your government because the government is looking to hurt the honest man and protect the criminal who is favored by the government, like the drug-dealing scourge that destroyed not just Chicago, not just Cook County, but all of Illinois. And they have the protection of these political whores like Sean Gaston. Thank you very much. I appreciate a piece of garbage that he is. Another one put in there by the housewives in the suburbs. How do you like it, ladies? You idiots. Uh, Robin Schaumburg.
9: Hey, Sean. How are you doing? Good. How are you? You know, w- when I look at uh, how f- the FBI was involved in faking the Michigan governor's kidnapping, and I look at how the Capitol Police opened the door for the Jan 6 protesters uh, I could easily see in the back of my mind an FBI agent slipping twelve hundred dollars in this kid's back pocket, going to get some ARs and dropping them off at school. It just stinks of
7: oh, it. I don't
12: know it's
4: a little bit far. too but convenient and opportune. I
3: will say this: those guns are expensive. They're about fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred. Well, how did he buy them? I am curious about that. How did he buy the guns? Uh,
6: well, I think they're about six hundred a piece. You yeah. know, really? cheaper, lower, lower end. I wouldn't know,
3: Rob. Yeah. I don't own any government. I don't own any guns. I don't know who's listening. I don't own any.
6: All of mine are any. bottom of a lake from a bad yeah. footing
2: accident.
3: No, I don't have any. It was a bit terrible tragedy. I was on the boat with Rob and yeah. uh, they all fell in. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's unfortunately the kind of America you live in now. See, we're the drug dealing scum. He goes out with all the arrogance in the world because he's protected by the Democrat roaches like Kim Fox, like Lori Lightfoot, like Joe Biden, who just signed an executive order. To harm police officers in the name of a scumbag, George Floyd, sober twenty-four months. Don in Bloomingdale.
9: You know, Sean, uh, the the diapers keeps on saying the gun lobby, the gun lobby. You know who the gun lobby is in the United States? It's 150 million legal gun owners that don't want people to have guns that shouldn't have them either.
7: Yeah. And
9: you know, I have a daughter that's five foot four. She's a mother of my three grandchildren when if she was perpetrated against by a 6 foot 6 man the equalizer is the 9 millimeter in her belt i love and, it and that makes you know so so yeah. don't tell me that the lobby you know NRA is very weak in the united states right now their memberships down they're corrupt nobody joins them anymore the the lobby in the united states for guns is the law abiding citizens that own O- almost three hundred. I,
3: I love you, Don. You're smart. Now, let me ask you this, Don. Would you have ever borrowed $20 from the scum George Floyd? Would you have ever said, hey, George, you got 20 <laughs> I could borrow? How do you think that would have worked out? Thank you very much. Counterfeit pieces, scum, drug addict, hero of the nation in the Democrat mafia. Let's harm the cops. Let's make it harder for them to protect us from the other George Floyd scum. 312-642-5600.
0: You notice how you hear
3: these pseudo-intellectual government supremacists talk about unalienable rights, principles of Americanism, as if you're lucky if they let you have them. See, the fact of the matter is 90% of what we're experiencing is unconstitutional. Government was never intended to have this kind of rule over your existence. Never. So the idea that we have to sit complacently by, well, fat slobs like Michael Moore pretend they have the authority to take away our unalienable rights makes me sick. But that's because I was given a good education. Unfortunately, the same cannot be said for the last three generations. There is a movement out there in the spirit of 76 campaign. It's a nationwide push to combat bias in America's education system. Can you imagine if we stopped allowing Marxists, communists, fascists, totalitarians of all to stop indoctrinating our children? There's good people out there making a push so that can happen. Jeffrey Sekenga is the executive director of the Ashbrook Center it's an independent ac- academic center whose mission is to strengthen constitutional self-governance by educating our fellow Americans now he's got an uphill battle to say the least but this organization has been visited by everybody from Clarence Thomas to Margaret Thatcher Jeffrey thank you so much for joining me I'm sorry I butchered your last name
10: Oh no just great to be with you Sean
3: so the reality is this kind of a tragedy which is the product of bad government, government led to this calamity on multitude of different levels. Instead of paying any kind of repercussion for it, I'm going to pay the repercussion, and I'm going to lose more of my rights as these political whores sit on Mount High and pretend I don't have unalienable rights. How is this happening to me in the year 2022?
10: Yeah, I mean, we have got a real crisis in civic education in this country. It's been decades growing, but it, it has come fully... To fruition now unfortunately I mean we've got we had a a test showed back in 2018 not that long ago that only 20% of American students could were proficient just proficient in US government and only 15% in American history that means three out of every four future voters don't know the fundamental history and principles of this country That's scary.
3: Well, that was a long time ago. I was paying $1.89 a gallon. And here's the other thing. If you watch any of the Chicago news, the vast majority of our citizens cannot say the word ask, yet the teachers are making $28,000 per pupil. I feel that the government is rogue. I feel that the man in the White House is illegitimate. I revoked my consent to be governed. What's my next step other than digging a trench between Florida and the rest of the country? How can I stop the atrocity of a government supremacist few? who have seized control of the government
10: well you know you put your finger on it you had a good education you understand those principles of freedom that our country was built on i think the long-term solution look politics is not unimportant but politics is downstream from culture whoever controls culture in the long run controls politics and one of the great shapers of culture is education we have to reach young people young americans in this country with the true history and founding principles of our country when they learn those things the long-term health of our country and our liberties can be restored it has to start there
3: now the ashbrook center is making a push for this you've got something called the spirit of seventy six campaign tell us a little bit about what that is
10: yeah it's our campaign to take our programs and resources around the country fully to scale nationally and and reach teachers because you know one teacher, the most important factor in the classroom and what students learn, and everybody out there among your listeners who's had a great teacher knows this is t- true, is the quality of the teacher. Great teachers really teach kids. So we focus on teachers to reach them, and they can teach up to 5,000 students over the course of their career. My mom was a sixth grade social studies teacher for 42 years. She taught 5,000 students. If you reach one teacher, you can reach 5,000 students. So we yeah. focus on students, and the campaign is to take these resources and programs that we have, which are all rooted in the fundamental documents of our history, like the Declaration of Independence, like the Constitution, and conduct seminars around the country where teachers actually learn this stuff. And then they take it back into their classrooms, and they teach their kids. I Do you just, think uh... that's the winning formula, and we've seen it work.
3: I think it can work. Obviously, that's what this country was. There was a time when, in order to get out of eighth grade, you had to pass a Constitution test. I am willing to bet $50,000 that five out of ten college students couldn't pass it. And this is the problem. I just listened to a multimillionaire, the example of American capitalism, the example of everything great in the country, a fat slob on top of it. Just say that the Founding Fathers from Thomas Jefferson to Madison, didn't know about the bullet and didn't wouldn't have given the right of the Second Amendment had they known about the bullet. So I have this moron rewriting history, as they often do, to steal the future. That is their formula. But the reality is Americans have given away their liberty that these people fought for and fought violently. Do you think that society has been emasculated so much so that this can win an argument with some... Moron child who's more interested to know if the mascara looks good with his skirt rather than the founding principles of a nation that gave him freedom?
10: You know, I have seen it work. I have taught these seminars myself. I have seen it reach teachers and students. We we had a great seminar, and at the end of the seminar over a weekend, a student came up to me and said, you know, we were just taught that our founders were just old, dead racists. She said, but now I understand that, in fact, they wanted us to be free. And she said, she looked me right in the eyes and said, I'm a born-again American. Oh, I love That's that. That's the kind of thing that can happen.
3: I love that. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. I was inspired by a teacher. And it's interesting when you, when you look at the documents because they had the right letters to each other. You see how similar they were to what we deal with, how similar, just in a different costume. But the reality is they were fighting for the only country to be built on the principle of the Enlightenment, that no man is a slave to any other. And somehow this gets bastardized by, ironically, the people who inhabit the positions these geniuses created. And they are hell-bent on turning us into some collectivist, socialist, fraud country. And I've discovered why. It's because within that totalitarianism, corruption lives
10: and breathes.
3: But we're supposed to have lawyers here. Why do you think so many of them are silent?
10: Yeah, that's a good question. Unfortunately, the legal profession and the law education that a lot of them get has become corrupted too. Um, You know, there there was a very prominent law book, a constitutional law book at very prominent law schools And a survey was done of it and realized, oh, wait a minute, there's not even a copy of the Constitution in the constitutional (laughs) law book.
3: Oh, my word.
10: That's a serious problem.
3: You know, when when I saw what was happening um, with this particular political whore who has disgusted me since I was a young man, I'm well aware of what Joe Biden is, what he was and what he will always be. So when he successfully usurped the office, I revoked my consent and, and I remember talking to the the program director, and he's like, well, what do you? I said, I want to put up a document on the website. It says, I revoke my consent to be governed. Ultimately, what this country exists on is our willingness to submit to politicians and their decree. If enough of us saw this as a rogue government and revoked our consent to be governed, the paperwork, the grounds of a secession of intellect from the government structure of corruption that the Democrats are this could actually pose a movement that could inspire a convention of states. Do you think I have, a, I have a way to philosophically take the states that do not want to be like the sewer of Illinois or New York or New Jersey or wherever these corrupt bastards rule, and just say it's time that we go our own way? You go your own way with your own scheme. We split the debt. We'll take our own stuff, and we'll, we'll take our ball and go home. Or is that just am I too married to the idea of us consenting to be governed versus the fact that I'm just an unwilling slave?
10: No, look, the Declaration of Independence, as you know, one of the fundamental self-evident truths that this country was built on is that government derives its just powers from the consent of the governed. That's directly from the Declaration of Independence. But, you know, the problem is, you, you called it a rogue government, but that assumes that people understand the definition of what government is supposed to do and not do. And we can go back to the Declaration of Independence, and it says to secure these rights, our unalienable rights that you talked about, governments are instituted among men. But you've got to go back to the fundamental documents and study them and think it through to understand, oh, that's what government's supposed to do. I see that, and here's why, and look at all the arguments. And then you know, as you do, government's job is to protect our liberty. It doesn't give us rights. It protects the rights we already have. And but unless you study those documents, you don't know that you don't understand that. And I think a lot of our problems today can be traced to the fact that we've just really lost sight of, especially in the younger generations, these foundational principles.
3: When the the Supreme Court ruled that Obamacare was legal, it was at that moment that I realized my freedom, my liberty is a parchment promise. What's the successful way to combat an American government built on the right of the individual to fight off an American government should it become too abusive? What's the next step we can do legally? Because I don't want to go to, I I don't have any fantasies about a war and I don't want to have a war. I'm not one of those guys. I I like violence in a tavern where I could bang somebody's head off a bar. I don't want to kill anybody. But the reality is we're being pushed into a corner where we've been extorted and all I have to do is hope that they don't want to take whatever it is they want to take. They can take out of our money. We are now at a point where never before have we been so close to losing some of the fundamental principles. Freedom of speech is under attack. It used to be, I didn't like what you said, but I'll fight for your right to say it. That was the common bond the parties had. We don't have that anymore. I've got children, little, tiny, intellectual dimwits, that are telling me how righteous they are to take away my fundamental rights of being an American. So I want to file a lawsuit. I want to do something. And your organization seems to be at the forefront of this fight. So is there any optimism you see for an immediate cease of my, uh, the abuse of my rights?
10: Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, a long, it's been a long-term decline, and I think it's going to be—I'm optimistic. Good. But I know that it takes, it takes fight. It takes pushback, it takes courage, and I really believe fundamentally that this country rests on, ultimately, its strength is the hearts and minds of its citizens. If they have in their hearts and minds an understanding of our principles of freedom and have the courage to defend those and the, the understanding of how to live in a free society in a free way, if we have that, we have what we need. If, politi- if everybody understood that the price of liberty is eternal vigilance, as Thomas Jefferson said, um, we would have a vigilant populace that rejects encroachment on our liberties. That's the, to me, that's the key to the long-term health of our republic. If we're going to keep a republic, we have to know what it is. We have to know what its foundational principles are. And that is not just known. It has to be taught to every generation.
3: I have to say I was a little bit ignorant to the Ashbrook Center, but I will no longer be able to say that. I think it's a great organization. I think you're doing a wonderful job, and I want to support you. And I think you have an opportunity because for the first time, people are going to be used to options online. Are you opening up kind of like an online school? Are there places are, my listeners can go to check you out? What can they do to support you?
10: Absolutely. Um, we have a, a great website, ashbrook.org. A-S-H-B-R-O-O-K, just like it sounds, ashbrook.org, where your listeners can go on, check out our programs, check out our resources. We have, a, we have the largest collection of online primary source documents
7: Beautiful. for
10: teachers, for students, and for citizens in, in the world for American history and government. Um, it's great resources for people who just want to read themselves, who've got children, grandchildren, who know teachers who need these resources, ashbrook.org is the place to check us out
3: Jeffrey, this was my pleasure and we're going to do it again, I really enjoyed it and I'm going to want you to come back but I'm going to want you to tell me how to pronounce your last name
10: <laughs> It's Sikinga Sikinga
3: <laughs> Alright, I love it, yeah, thank you very you much Jeffrey for coming on, I really mean it, thank you, it was wonderful
4: Thanks, Sean, appreciate you having me on
3: We'll be back with your calls and comments after
4: this AM560 The Answer
3: That's when kids could pass the Constitution test. I'll tell you what, this is a great resource. You don't have to be a teacher or a student. You be a father, a mother, grandfather, grandmother. Just be interested in it. This is what's going to turn it around. Because when people realize none of what they're doing is constitutional, who in the hell are you to take away rights as if you're entitled to it, to control sole sectors of our economy? We're in this pickle because we're ignoramuses. Whether you be willful or too busy isn't an excuse. This is a rogue, rogue government. Drunk on power they're not entitled to. But we do not resist. You could resist philosophically. Revoke your consent to be governed. You're going to feel better. Because this old hag is nothing to me. Nothing. He's a usurper. A government supremacist like the rest of his mafia. Dave and displays. Hey,
6: Dave. Sean? Yes. Hey, Sean. i just kind of like to remind
2: people, you know, you were talking about, um, you know, freedom of speech and everything. You know, it goes all the way back to the Declaration of Independence. I mean, these founding fathers, you know, signed a document that if, if we lost that war, which we went to a whole war to go through, if we lost that, they were going to get, they were dead. They believed in it that much. And why do people not fight harder for what freedom we have? Because they're, and they're, why are, I mean, against these Democrats, this is crazy.
3: There are philosophical elitists who do not understand, do not have the comprehension of what their philosophy really means. They're government supremacists who are very comfortable enslaving strangers to their desires and their needs. Think about the philosophy of our government. It doesn't demand you be a good person. In fact, it rewards you if you are not. It threatens you if you are very good at something that it will take it from you. This is a government that's not interested in stoking freedoms. It's interested in taking them away. It's not interested in stoking wealth. It's interested in controlling and taking it away. This is a rogue government that has no philosophy of Americanism. The people do. These are the worst people in control of our government. It's very similar to the Bolsheviks that turned a once great Russia into the Soviet Union. This is what we're experiencing. Thank you very much, Dave. Just look at the tenets of the Democrat Mafia. And then go back and pull up the Constitution of the Soviet Union. I think it's 36, 1936. Pull up the Constitution or the d- Declaration of the Nazi government, and then look at the Democrats. Same exact thing. How? What do you get, get hit in the head with a mallet to figure out what these idiots are? You can't hear
7: it. Number one: no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling the, the, on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Now here's a Democrat, I don't know why gas is
3: $6. Well, you stupid son of a dog, that's why, you moron.
5: If there's one thing I know about New Hampshire, it's that your uh, political bull detector is pretty keen. If it was, you wouldn't have got a vote,
3: con man. You know that we can't just drill our way to lower gas prices. We did, stupid By the way, you have terrible taste in what I think is women. 312-642-5600.
4: AM560, the answer.
3: Did you ever um, see a Democrat policy that works? Is there one? One policy that works. None of their schemes can work without extortion, without force, without the good people. They can't live on their own. They're failures at everything. Take a look at their big cities, how they suck. They have all the answers. Oh, we've been restricting guns, Foyt cards, all your rules, and all of the places you rule over suck, riddled in bankruptcy and failure. Yet you think yourselves to be elitists. This is the hardest part to deal with these butter-handed pansies, and I supplemented pansies for what I wanted to say. They have all the answers, all the ideas, and they think they're so smart. They got all, right, Sean, in your car, if that's your name? Shut up, you piece of garbage. He thinks, oh, the kids, let's, let's have no restrictions on laws. Do the El or whatever the hell they call themselves, the gangster disciples, do they have an age limit on when kids should carry a gun, you piece of garbage Democrat scum? I don't think they do. Don't call my show again, dummy. You don't fool anybody, idiot. Drago, Lakeshore Drive. Hey, hi, Sean. How are you
8: doing? Very good. Uh, I I wish I was a optimistic like your guest and you are, but this has been going on a very long, long time. Uh, some 50 years ago, I was in college. I was not a social butterfly because of the lack of uh, command of English language. I didn't have many friends, maybe about 10 or 15. And at that time, I was studying... Uh, to pass my uh, exam for citizenship, none of the people that I hung around, at this American board, knew anything about supreme law, the la- law on the land, what is the p- constitution, what are the amendments, what are the branches of government, no. anything like that. None. I mean,
4: zero. And Drago, you think that
3: fracking idiot that I just hung up on has a clue what Americanism is? He was born into it. He was born into the freedom, into the liberty, into the established wealth his family probably had. He doesn't have a clue what it's like to be from a country like you're from. He doesn't have a love of this country that you have. That's why you're ten times the American that spoiled little is. Ten times the American. And that's why I'm your friend. You don't need any more friends. You got me. And you come down oh. here for me because you know why I'm optimistic? I'm surrounded by Americans down here. I'm surrounded by people that would never vote for scum like Lori Lightfoot, like Pritzker, like Sean Caston, like that freak Lauren Underwood. Never. Never tolerated. it. So you, you and I have to come together. You come with me. We walk on the beach. You'll be a little embarrassed because I like to wear a Speedo. But you'll get used to it, Drago. Thank you very much. Hey, stay, thank stay you. Stay strong. All right. All right. We got a uh, congressional sixth district, Rob Cruz running for Congress. What's your take?
2: Hey, Sean, how are you doing? I was uh, calling in today. I wasn't listening to the show, but I know everyone's talking a lot about what happened in Texas.
3: Don't tell and lie and to me, Rob. Let's not start off on a lie. You listen to my show or you wouldn't be running for Congress. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> so, you know, one thing I would like to really put out there, and I said this back in December when they were trying to get rid of me off the school board that we are facing a mental health crisis for kids. They're going to start acting violent. They were already making threats out here in Oak Lawn, and now the violence is becoming real because these kids were oppressed during this entire time.
3: Number Here's an two, idea. Oh, I, don't,
2: I don't understand why schools don't have rules where the entire building has to be locked down and you, can't, you have to go in one way. That doesn't make any sense to me. Rob, how about this? You?
3: How about this? You're going to be in Congress, right? I, I'm convinced you're going to win. You're going to win. And when you get to Congress, any child with an EIP number, which is a number that says the kid has got some problems, the FBI keeps an eye on them. What do you think about that? Instead of just having the government send $6,500 extra to the corrupt school system for each one of those kids, we use it as a little bit of a, uh uh-oh, we got a problem. I think we should do that. Rather than having the FBI go after parents who go to school and say, I don't want you Marxist mafia scumbags teaching my kid. I think we could start there, Rob. A little common sense. And here's the thing. When you're in Congress and you ever have a question about a big policy, you call me. you got a hotline. Thank you, kid. I wish you, you the best You of got life. it, bud. Thank you. See, that's how you – and he was listening to the show. Oh, come on and tell me you were – everybody listens with a brain, and Democrats are never welcome. Tom, Blue Island.
8: Hey, Sean. i got a couple of quick things for you. Uh, my main political education was from Rush Limbaugh since I was in my 20s. And Rush was not a guy similar to you, and he wasn't crazy about people really asking him how he was doing. And that developed into a greeting of just agreement. So right. my, I am going to originate the agreement as opposed to saying, "Sean, how's it how's it going?" I'm just going to say, "Ditto, Sean." Oh, That's what wow. we used That's to say uh, to Limbaugh. Big uh, And then two other quick things. Uh, you mentioned the Bolsheviks, these Joe Manchins, Kristen Cinemas of the world, and even these never-Trumpers, scum they are. Yeah. Uh, when the Bolsheviks ran out of Nicholas Tsar uh, Nicholas's guys, they started killing the Mensheviks, too. So they'll get to them eventually.
3: Well, they made sure that the and citizens not have And I tried a quick question guns. I wanted
8: to ask you about why kerosene. Why the price of kerosene ain't spiking? Uh, kerosene and propane like the other oil. Thanks, buddy.
3: Thank you. Well, it might after that, we just found out the Democrat base of the Democrat Party just burned the homeless guy in the lower whack, or maybe he was using kerosene. I guess we'll find out. Chuck Dullivan, sicko, not a lady unless you're How an you angry. doing this? Good, you chubby chubby.
2: Hey. Yeah. yeah, hey, uh, I'm, I'm driving around getting signatures. I'm trying to get my name on the ballot. I'm running for U.S. Congress District 1 up here in Wisconsin. I'm going to get rid of
5: Paul Ryan once and for all. How's it going? It's going really good. I got 1,700 signatures. That's just wonderful. to put things in perspective, Paul Ryan
2: sacrificed our country and would not give Donald Trump twenty-eight million, uh, $28 billion to seal off the border, but yet the kid that replaced him just signed off on the $40 billion
1: for the Ukrainians.
3: Now, I happen to have met you. I know you a little bit. Did you shave off that beard?
1: Uh, no, we're not. Oh, you know, everybody keeps telling me i got to shave my beard to look
2: congressional. I said, no, I'm not doing that.
3: So you got 1,700 1, signatures with last week's soup on your face. Do I have that about right?
2: That's, that's correct. And uh-huh. and don't forget to throw in, don't forget to throw in the omelet, cheese omelet I had for breakfast this that's
3: morning. It. Well, it's a good thing it's Wisconsin. You blend right in. Thank you very much, Chuck. Wish you the best of luck. Uh, Lee and Hammond.
5: Hey, Sean. Hey, you know the last time I looked, if I remember right, two out of every three college graduates in this country are women. I think what's with these school shootings and the, and these shootings in Chicago and everything else. I think the root cause of this is rage, rage by young men, who for generations their nuclear family's been destroyed. Their father, they haven't had a father figure in the house. They go to a school system that doesn't teach them. Well, anything here,
3: useful. wait a minute though. What if the father's like George Floyd? What if the father has a rap sheet a mile long? If they, if he likes a little math. He passes Ford, bad currency. Even well. I mean, I yeah. guess his kids ended up okay because the government wrote a big fat check to the family who was better off without him. Thank you very much, Lee. I like the way you think. Brett Peoria.
5: Hey, Sean. I was just thinking of this out-of-the-box idea. I remember when I was a kid, my dad and my grandpa taught me how to shoot at an early age. Well, instead of indoctrinating these kids, why don't we educate them? Let's teach them how to shoot in school. It should be part of a science class. Or you mean you, did, you, physics, you, you, you want today's lab.
3: society to teach little boys? How to be men. Is that what you're advocating, you radical?
5: Exactly. For the most, no. that's a good way to sum it up, correct?
3: You want you want the, the men in this country to teach their kids how to be men. Who's going to teach the 50% of men who vote for Democrats how to be men? Who's going to teach them how to be men? You know, this is why you got to straighten the tree when it's young. Because when it's old, it votes Democrat. 312-642-5600. AM
4: 560, the answer.
3: This is a very rare, rare event. The Amish texter on his Obama phone is going to make a call. Very rare. You're very, you're very lucky. Amish texter Huntley.
5: Yep. Call, yep. Calling you from, yep, call you from now, the buggy phone. The have Obama you gotten
3: phone. used to your you wife know, looking sure. like Mitch McConnell? Are you okay with this? Because he looks like an <laughs> Amish woman to me.
5: I don't know if you heard, you know, we are always expanding the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Did you hear that they are actually naming eunuchs as a protected class? At last, the men of Oak Park and New Trier have something to look forward to. I
3: like that. And among the Amish community, you kind of workshopped and have the schematics for the LGBTQ transgenders. I mean, I can't tell you. But go ahead.
5: (laughs) Uh, Well, you know trying the best i can there shawnee and, yes. and the reason why i don't call in that often besides uh, work, work, you know working in the wood shop on an excellent heater panel, you sure. cover most things man i don't yeah. have much much to add listening well i know you've been down ever since show. Lori
3: lightfoot stole your look i know it's been hard for you but go ahead
5: <laughs> yeah i got the rings working around the eyes man it's really good it's, yeah she uh, looks great you know, i
3: just wish i was
5: the mayor tripod threat, like she is.
3: I'll yeah, she she told Abbott she was. We're trying to get the sound. She's been working on the gun situation and violence every hour of every day, except when oh, she's yeah. at Route she's 83. Got that well under control. Except when she's at the Marriott on well Route 83 in Elmhurst, perfecting her naked twister routine. But go ahead. Well, oh my
5: God, she's got. Yeah, she's got that well under control. What 20 2100 uh, shootings hey. so
3: far? I mean, she's what, doing the best a Democrat account? can do. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, that's pathetic. Toilet. Totally. We 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 need to have like one of those like you know, outside the fire station help us reach our goal like you know five thousand shot this year maybe. Listen,
3: you know, I, I like just, the fire The fire station in Melrose Park. You're not going to get better linguine and clam sauce anywhere in any <laughs> restaurant in the country than the firehouse in Melrose Park. What go ahead. What did you call about?
5: I bet you. I pick up a show or two on the beach for me, huh?
3: You got it. What do you got? All right. That's ah, it. I'm
5: done. That's all you called about.
3: That's just it. To, All right. That's it. Listen, I can't wait till Lori Lightfoot's out because she's a head
13: away from being your twin.
3: Thank you very much, Amish Texter. Appreciate the call very much. Tony in Crown
13: Point. Yeah, hey, Sean. Love you, love your show. Keep speaking the truth, brother. Keep right speaking back speaking the truth. Love it. Hey, I just got a little quick story. Um, I made an appointment to get a haircut. I'm like, okay, you got an appointment at 3.30 with this lady. I walk in, there's a lady in there. Um, I'm like, are you her? No, she'll be out in a minute. Okay. I sit down. Starts rubbing, starts, oh, what, what do you want, how do you want your hair? Starts rubbing the fingers through my hair and stuff. Oh, it comes to find out it's a guy in a wig with a lot of makeup. makeup. Are I'm you like, sure? Yeah, That's I'm it,
3: sure. Because you were, where were you? What was that? You were in Crown Point, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have you yeah, taken a look at Jan Schakowsky? She could easily be, be mistaken be, for Boris Karloff. You're certain, because yeah, you know you don't want to snap yeah, oh, the judgment.
13: Yeah. Oh, right. man, so certain. But, hey, but, but, but. But, right. you know, you got to be careful doing that because, you know, I got up. I was like, I ain't feeling this, guys, and I got up. But there was there's three other barbers, and there were guys in the chair. You know, were they just waiting for me? Were they just waiting to see, like, oh, here it comes, here yeah, it you comes. Don't wanna, find you out. don't want to get beat up out. by
3: transgenders. It's going to be hard to get up the next morning. But here's the thing I want to tell you. You <laughs> might have avoided, you might have possibly avoided the best haircut of your life because he <laughs> might have made you look like, you know, you never know. You could have came out of here like George Hamilton. Don't be too judgmental. And go with it. You should have looked at
13: his hair. No, no, no. no. You're rubbing, rubbing, rubbing the fingers through my hair when, when, you're, when you're pretending uh, to be a gen, you know, that you're not. Better your head, you know, that one, you know, better that than rubbing <laughs> your
3: shoulders. All right? So just take it. Always try to look at the best side of things. Tony, after all, we're optimists here on the show. Let's not get too uh, down because if we were to think what's going on at the World Economic Forum or exactly the power of these Marxist political whores and the influence they have over our own American Democrats, this would be something to upset you.
1: So I'm going to throw this. No, not this, one, this one.
2: We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. Oh. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? Oh so individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something sure that we're they working don't. on.
3: That's why I am going to saw my catalytic converter off my wonderful, German-made, beautiful car. I'm going to saw the catalytic converter off and go for a ride after the show. I'm going to make my footprint like Bigfoot, baby. See, that's how you combat these idiots and never forget who they really are.
11: Listen, I'm pro-life, you know, but to comment on this leaked draft from the supreme court don't that is the not voters the final have decision. a right
1: to know it's, where you stand it,
11: on it's that. no he brought in
3: ken griffin's dirty money that's all you need to know about that democrat scum running as a republican in illinois i'll be back after this
0: from the streets of melrose park to the trading floor of the merc he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned and now
3: the FBI has really had a banner few years. Banner, banner few years. When it came to the Hunter laptop, we lost it. Like Barney Fife in Mayberry and his bullet. Turns out they're blaming a typo for Clinton's lawyer being an apparatchik of fraud, the greatest fraud, arguably, perpetrated on the American people and the Russia scheme, collusion, nonsense. I wanted to bring on an expert. He's a friend of the show. I've... I've been a big fan of his since I was filling in for Steve Cortez. His name is Jeff Mordack, That's where I first encountered him. He's a White House reporter for The Washington Times and an all-around good person in a sewer of a city. Kind of reminds me of all of you in Chicago. Jeff Mordack, is there uh, smoke where there's fire? I think
2: this has been has been, if this trial's been bad for anybody, it's been bad for the FBI. The FBI looks incompetent. They look corrupt. they This is just another black eye and a series of black eyes. And we're not even talking about all the black eyes the FBI has had. I mean, we've had incidents where, you know, an FBI agent was dancing in a bar and his gun went off. We've had an
3: FBI agent.
2: Yeah, down he the could dance. That the, kid
3: could dance. That was a hell of a hard movie made.
2: <laughs> we've had an FBI agent in the South. He's right now facing multiple uh, child sexual abuse charges. There's a lot of black eyes going on for the FBI, and this trial isn't helping. Um, You can make an argument on how this trial does or does not look for Michael Sussman, but you certainly can't come away with this thinking the FBI knows what
10: they're doing.
3: So what exactly, you know, enlighten my people here. We've got the MOOC, never a better name on a cohort Democrat. We've got Sussman. Give my people the layout of exactly how it looks uh, that this trial is revealing.
2: Well, the thing that it's revealing is revealing two things. It's revealing that the Clinton campaign wanted the FBI to investigate Trump, and they were doing everything they could, even though they knew a lot of these allegations were false. The other thing that it reveals is that the FBI was desperately trying to protect from even their own agents the fact that this information came from the Clinton campaign. You see the FBI is pulling agents off of important investigations in Europe and the United States. They pull people off of their cyber team. People who were looking for hacking and election infrastructure threats ahead of the 2016 election were all pulled off of their cases, these important things they're working on, to chase down a wild false rumor that the Trump organization servers were communicating with a Russia bank. And when the FBI agents went back to top brass and said, this stuff doesn't look right. One agent even described it as bunk. Um, Can we interview the person who brought it to you? The FBI brass said, no,
3: this is hundreds of millions of dollars on top of just what, obviously, I mean, if I'm kind They want me to believe it's incompetence. I believe it to be corruption. And the reason I've always believed that is I remember in the beginning, Peter struck with the girl who could eat an apple through a fence. I can't remember her name, but it's irrelevant. Another FBI agent. As they had text message after text message to conspire and collude with Hillary Clinton to fraud the American people. That fraud led to an impeachment trial. I mean, we could have spent billions, not to mention just what it did to the tranquility among society the lack of it to disrupt society to stoke a lie that was a created lie by a political gypsy scoundrel who has a real inner thigh chafing problem
2: and also look at how much it hobbled the trump administration i mean this took up two whole years of the administration getting anything done well they fought for this and the most, and well, I've said, you know, since we started here, that the FBI looks terrible. But let's not overlook the fact that we've learned that Hillary Clinton herself is the one who approved going to the media with the same allegations they took to the FBI, even though she didn't know if these claims were accurate at all. Um, that's, that is probably the most damning fact we've learned out of this trial, which, by the way,
3: I'd like to point out, there's very few media covering. I know. This is, the, this is the most disgusting thing about it. This should be a barn burner story that has massive committees from our, I guess, Congress people. I don't even know what the hell good they're for. To, have, uh, to, to really do an investigation, completely revamp not just the FBI. Because I also learned from you and your writing, this embroils once again an organization that is riddled in scandal and fraud, the CIA. That's correct. Um,
2: although I will say the CIA uh, was much more skeptical about these claims than the FBI. But yes, Michael, uh, Michael Sussman, when he tried to take these claims to the FBI and the FBI look in, looked into it again on our tax dollars and found out that these claims were nonsense after the election, he tr- it, when it's clear you know the election's over, we're talking February, we're talking March of 2017 here, he's you now peddling these claims to the CIA desperate to get anybody to look into it and a cia uh, one former cia agent testified that um he recommended michael sussman take these allegations to the fbi because it's the kind of thing the fbi should look into and response was oh well the fbi doesn't have and sort of was really vague about the fact that he took these to the fbi i concluded the stuff was nonsense and I think that's really telling how desperate they were to keep this thing alive, that, OK, the FBI has looked into this. They concluded it's, it, there's nothing to this. Let's take it to the Let's just take it to whoever we can. I mean, your reference to Barney Pfeiffer earlier, I'm surprised they didn't take it to the Mayberry PD and try and get them to look into it.
3: You know, being from Chicago, Jeff, realizing that the Mike Madigan mafia operated within a mile of an FBI office, this is a political gangster that literally, single-handedly brought down the state of Illinois. And there are no repercussions that I can see. The FBI has gone unscathed. In fact, what's happened over the course of their incompetence, and I don't even, it's corruption, it's corruption. What's happened during the last five years is their budget has massively increased. They pay no repercussions. What exactly are the repercussions of this kind of absolute and total star-chamber political corruption that is provable and obvious?
2: Well, you know, if you really want to look at something, we want to talk about repercussions. One of the things I think we can point to is look at the attorneys that were involved in Trump's efforts with the election to try to get a different election result. If you look at how they've been disbarred, how, you know, Julian has been disbarred in D.C. and New York. Look at the, the investigations they've been under by their various bar committees. Look at the lawyers here. Now, Michael Sussman's on trial. But Michael Sussman is still a lawyer in good standing in Washington, D.C. Kevin Kleinsmith, who pleaded guilty to, to falsifying evidence for the FBI in the investigation, was suspended, had his law license suspended for a year. He is nailed back as a lawyer in good standing in the Washington
3: bar. So the conclusion that I come to is this is prima facie evidence that the corruption is what's systemic in this government and that the, the clear side of government supremacy is going to circle the wagons and protect its cohorts. In fact, isn't Peter Strzok working now for a media outlet that pretends to be a media outlet? That, yes,
2: that Peter Strzok does have a job in media. Uh, look at Lisa Page. I mean, she's getting um, glowing. His, his lover uh, yeah. who had an anti-Trump insurance policy that they discussed uh she's getting glowing articles written about her in that it, vanity i believe it was vanity fair um i should probably double check that before but does there was work? where does she work that.
3: does she get another job too on top of it uh where is she she is she's working as a lawyer but i'm not sure where well, at
2: this time uh, ho-
3: hopefully it comes with a dental plan a federal judge orders fusion gps to turn over 22 emails to john durham has anything come of those twenty-two emails, or is this going to be once again? We have not where they get away with not,
2: it. We have not seen it yet. Um, but one of the things I think in the Durham case that has sort of surprised me is I think Durham is playing the long game here. Now I don't know if that's we, we can talk about whether or not that's wise, but there are things he's done that I I'll, that I, I've seen people dismiss that have come back up uh, that have come back, you know, months, weeks later and have proved fruitful and a great example of how it's clear he's playing the long game in everything he does is if you look at the sussman trial the prosecution rested today and they didn't rest until immediately rested. they unveiled their most damning evidence so far and you know we in the media room the few the few that are covering this some legal analysts that i talked to have been wondering where is this key evidence They've been teeing this up since the indictment. They've been teeing it up in their opening arguments. Nobody's seen it. They had several opportunities to introduce it. They didn't do it, and they saved it to the end as sort of their final boom. And what's interesting about them doing that is they left Sussman's team scrambling, and now Sussman's team is debating putting him on the stand, which shows you how concerned they are about the evidence that came out today.
3: Couldn't another reason that they're slow walking it is because of the reality, the sad, the sickening reality. That our Department of Justice is head up by an apparatchik to the Democrat mafia that traces right back to the sewer of Chicago where Hillary Clinton is from and honed her schools, her skills, and that the reality is that our government has been so corrupted there is no such thing as justice.
2: Well, the thing with Sussman, we're not going to get, I, you know, with the storm probe, I think people do need to temper expectations. We've learned a lot more in the last two weeks about how the Clinton campaign operated and how the FBI operated than we have in the last couple, of, the, I would say in the past year, um, that is very valuable. But people who have high hopes for this, that they expect this is going to run down Hillary, it's going to take down, it's going to take people down. Um, I, I, I think people should temper their expectations of that happening.
3: That's that's the sad reality. Because if we had justice, the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, along with other government entities, would have already known that Joe Biden sits in an office and it looks like he was bribed $31 million from China, countless millions from Ukraine, of which we just gave $40 billion, 54 in total to, and that the reality is if we had a p- policing organization that fought corruption on all levels, but specifically political corruption, the entire upper echelon of the Democrat Party would be in prison. What do you think of that?
2: Well, the thing with the FBI is you've got the corruption, you, and the, the political corruption that, that's been unveiled this week, but as I pointed out at the beginning, you have the incompetence. Look at the, um, the, the USA Gymnastics um, sex abuse case. They completely bungled that. Um, the, you know, there, There's a lot of cases. The, uh, the Florida school shooting uh, a couple of years ago, um, that guy was on the FBI radar, and they did nothing about it. The kid in so Buffalo. It really, it, yeah, it, exactly. It makes you wonder what is going on with the FBI. I mean, I remember as a kid, the FBI was the gold standard for law enforcement. You didn't, you know, if the FBI was on it, you knew they were going to get their man. Yeah, and but it could have been crisis. propaganda.
3: You and I could have been well, propagandized as kids, right? We learned about Elliot yeah. Ness and all the nonsense. We didn't really look into J. Edgar Hoover and his legacy of corruption, not to mention a little scandal of liking to dress in his mom's underpants. Also a problem. But again, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe the FBI has
2: always been corrupt. Maybe the FBI has always had this crisis of incompetence that seems to be plaguing it now. But it, it, you just look and it, it just seems like it's just black eye after black eye after black eye for the Bureau. Well, the um, other thing, too, is
3: articles of- like yours are not getting the attention they deserve. I mean, you've you've written probably seven different articles since this began. How many shows have you been on to discuss it?
2: I have been on, since since the trial has begun, I have done three shows. I did Fox News last week, I'm doing your show now, and on Friday I'm doing C-SPAN.
3: Jeff, I mean, I can't tell you, you know, a lot of people say what they would do. You actually do it. You fight the Leviathan. You fight it from the inside. And another good question for the FBI is why haven't you investigated all of the attachments between congresspeople, senators, and green energy companies and big oil as it looks like they are now s- sculpting policy to once again enrich their cohorts, their contributors. I mean, if we really did have a, fear of a, a, a Bureau of Investigation, a Federal Bureau of Investigation, would we have half of this nonsense going on? I think if we clean up the
2: FBI, I think we can, um, I, I think we can, um, I, I think if we clean up the FBI, we can get them to start doing what we expect them to do with our tax dollars.
0: Your next but I article, think it's going to
2: take a massive overhaul of the FBI to do this.
3: Your next article, you just title it, BLM Demands Defunding the FBI. That'll get the ball rolling.
2: Um, you know, just a, a quick funny story. There was in the jury pool, uh, one of the prospective jurors for the Sussman trial, I put down on her jury platform that um, she hated the FBI. And they asked her why she hated the FBI, that she said she couldn't be partial because she hated the FBI. And she was asked why she hated the FBI, and her answer was because they dismantled the Black Party Panther in the 1960s.
3: <laughs> She's the perfect Democrat. His name is Jeff Mordak. He works for The Washington Times. He puts up the fight we all talk about. Really, keep doing it, Jeff. I love it, and keep making time for me because I love when you're on. Thank you so much, Jeff, for joining me. Thank you, Sean. I always love coming on here. Appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM
4: 560, the
1: answer. You know, the FBI,
3: Federal Bureau of Incompetence. You know what? You with the side part, named a lot like the Irish mafia in Chicago, you work for me, dummies. What the hell have you been doing? Well, the Democrat mafia has destroyed my country. I mean, the the scandals are obvious. Mike Madigan, you stupid idiots. Chicago Democrat Party. Who are you investigating? What exactly are you doing? You know, I remember when Barack Obama, Chicago's very own gangster, before he lived in $80 million worth of real estate, Oceanside, before he was peddling green energy scandal and his credit rating was, what, about a 530 and he had to have Tony Resco buy the property. What did you do? Did you investigate anything, you idiots? What did you do? Are you investigating anything now? You have a political whore, 50 years of corruption, in a $3,000 suit that he wet, destroying the country. Have you investigated anything? What exactly do you do? Because I remember when Barack Obama, you know, not a lot of people are going to tie this together, but I am. Do you know that this entire boondoggle, this entire green energy swindle, is an absolute lie of corruption. You remember when Barack Obama, before he lived in the $80 million worth of real estate, when he was peddling the same bull dung that this 80-year-old Dimwood is peddling? There
5: are no quick fixes or silver bullets.
3: If somebody tells you there are, they're
5: not telling you the truth. If we're going to take control of our energy future, which we have to do, if we're going to avoid high gas prices every single year, with a lot of politicians talking every single year, but nothing happening. If we're going to avoid that, then we've got to have an all-of-the-above strategy that develops every single source of American energy. Not just oil and gas, but also wind
3: and solar and biofuels. Now there's corruption, government-funded corruption of billions of dollars. Has anybody gone to jail from the Obama years? You remember Solyndra, you remember every single one. Have you investigated one company? FBI, forever bothering Italians. Have you investigated one thing? Because here's the deal the corruption is in every one of these scandals that they're calling alternative energy as they hamper and hamstring American.
1: Tonight, a solar panel company is facing some heat, but not in a good way. Dozens of customers claim they were promised one thing, signed for something else, and feel as though they have gotten nothing at all. Well, now, as CBS 4 consumer investigator Angela Brower has uncovered, the Federal Trade Commission is investigating at least 135 complaints submitted to the federal government.
3: And what happens? See, because these solar boondoggles, they're a fraud. You can't sell your energy back and store it. It's all a scam. These companies deceive consumers to the tune of 50, 60, 70 grand. The cohort is the energy company that goes along with the scam. Has the Federal Bureau of Investigation looked into this? Hey, morons, how much more evidence do you need?
6: give me a thumbs up if you guys can hear me 31 homeowners from across the Midwest and East Coast let me ask the group real quick on a zoom call it was the largest group interview I have ever done at one time
10: anger 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 I have so much anger
6: but that's how many people wanted to go on record to share their experience.
12: Embarrassing.
6: And warn you no, about Power Home Solar LLC.
12: Our
2: power bills were not what they promised them to be. What they sold me was not sufficient and did not stand up to in any regards to what they promised. We've been dealing.
3: Now, remember when Hillary Clinton's brother, fat ass, I think he's dead. I can't tell which roach died, which one's still running scams. Was in on the electric car scam? Did the FBI investigate it? Or were you in on it? Because those are the choices now. Like Hillary Clinton. You didn't investigate it because you were in on it. Scumbags. Defund the FBI. 312 642 5600.
4: AM 560. The answer. That's
3: what I needed. That a little coffee. See, I'm going to go with ribs now. Barbecued ribs, kind of hankering. George, Libertyville.
12: Sean, how are you doing? Uh, spot on on everything. I got to tell you, man, one of the things that'll make me see just immediate red, and I and I don't hold back anymore. I tell people, you got to stop this nonsense, and more importantly, you got to tell your friends to stop believing this crap. Who who in their right mind spends eighty million bucks on on real estate that? Is literally on the ocean. If they truly believe the Mm. oceans are going to rise several feet, and we're all going to die. And in addition, Obama—you know—who recently just bought Oceanside property down in Florida? No, Nancy. Nancy Pelosi. No, it's a rumor.
3: No, it's a rumor. rumor. I investigated that because I didn't want that piece of garbage in my state.
7: Well, I'm
12: glad that's the case. But this this crap of you know, and John Kerry flying around on his you know one of his four or five jets. That, this crap just makes me go nuts but when it's, I hear it's, people. It's,
3: it's a really great scam because it has all of the basis of all of the socialist, communist, Marxist, Democrat philosophies. It's built on a web of lies that you can purchase certain so-called science to back, even in the face of our own reality. You have a bunch of adults thinking that our oil comes from dinosaurs. They're still yeah. repeating it. It's, it, it. There is no such thing as fossil fuels. It is a lot well, how how, It is an how, abiotic how how much... product of, a, of the earth in which it's the second most abundant fluid on the planet next to water. And that's did just you, a fact. Learn... That's why I play the clip. You know, the clip I play of them throughout the years, of starting with Jimmy Carter, it's finite. We're going to run out and all this nonsense. They can't explain it, and they don't have to to their morons just like they don't have to explain socialism to their morons who believe there is such a thing as free insurance. They're too stupid to understand the gravity of the argument. So you must just paint some utopian fraud picture where everything works on wishing and hoping and magic. And that's all it takes to be a Democrat. Because if they They ever once took a look at any one of the policies, they would see that none of them, none of them work. They're all lies. You're,
12: you're absolutely right. There's one last thing I was going to tell you. Did you ever investigate how much money Al Gore banked selling this crap? I heard it was over $100 million.
3: Al Gore has, well, that was just his company, just what he sold his, his, yep. uh, his fraudulent television station for. His net worth is over a billion dollars. Al Gore has never done anything except invent the Internet. Is this Glenna?
2: Yes, Yeah, uh, I just want to say I really cannot stand Joe Biden. He needs to be gone. And if you can't get him any other way, get one of those parents whose uh, who child he molested right in front of the whole world and nobody ever said anything or did anything
3: for him. And arrest him for some of, some of that and get rid of him. You know, it's funny. Can't I, get I rid of him somebody, any other way. I'm very interested in this story about his daughter's diary. I'm very interested in that. I'd like to see that because he is a creepy bastard. There's no question about it. He is a creepy bastard. Always has been. But more importantly, aside from just being a creepy bastard, he's a corrupt one. He's bought and paid for by the Chinese Communist Party. Bought and paid for by Ihor Kolomoysky, And it's, it's under the, the country of Ukraine. He's bought and paid for. And things are working out exactly as he anticipated. And the media isn't covering major, major stories like the idea that Canada is suing America.
1: Unfortunately, in one stroke of a pen, President Biden, hours after being sworn and hours after talking about uniting America, then divided it when he damaged, undermined that partnership we had when he canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. Premier, you know better than most what the Keystone XL pipeline meant for jobs, revenues, and energy security. I've been spending time with leaders in Eastern Europe. Vladimir Putin has Eastern Europe and Europe over a barrel right now because of dependencies on Russian oil and gas. And that's why Alberta filed a suit against the United States seeking $1.3 billion. That's big news. Alberta, Canada, sues the United States for a
3: billion dollars, over a billion dollars. Big news. But they can't use that to take away some of your fundamental rights. So the American apparatchiks of the mafia, called media companies, don't talk about it.
1: ...damages. Let me just read a line from that filing. The Biden administration's decision to revoke the Keystone XL pipeline, and I quote, resulted in the loss of thousands of jobs, caused systemic harm to the American, Canadian, and Albertan economies, and diminished the highly integrated North American energy system upon which future North American prosperity... continue to rely.
3: And if that wasn't bad enough,
9: this is two and a half months ago. Tonight, the Biden administration has once again put a pause on new leases and permits for federal oil and gas drilling. A judge blocked the administration from using a way that estimates the societal cost of emissions. In the appeal filed over the weekend, the Biden administration said the judge's decision would halt all projects where something called social cost of carbon data is being used. That's a metric That estimates the economic costs or damages of emitting one additional ton of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere.
3: So all of the scum that voted for this particular scum, enjoy it. Enjoy the $6 gas, the $7 gas, the $8 gas. Who knows where it's going to go? You did this to the country because you supported this political whore. As you support anybody that says they're a Democrat. You'd vote for Shea Gravera himself, the murdering scum. Because you are the useful idiot that has brought down countries throughout history. You're the scourge in this one. And you deserve it. What are you going to do tonight? Because me? I'm going for a ride, baby. Sawing off the catalytic converter, my big carbon footprint, and just like Lori Lightfoot, mine's bigger than yours. 312 642 5600.
4: AM 560. The answer.
3: You know, this piece of garbage, Richard Irvin and the two debates last night. I have a bunch of the clips. I put it on. My wife said, get this get this piece of garbage off. And that was Joe Biden. And we put this on, this imbecile scumbag on NBC. Get this piece of garbage off. I can't believe there's anybody dumb enough to fall for this. But it's Illinois, and you've got a governor now who was on FBI tapes, but the FBI decided not to go after him, even though they went after the guy he was talking to. It's scumbag. Another Democrat. Scum. Rod Blagojevich. Scum. And you see, you listen to the Illinois Republicans in Illinois, and they go, oh, he's a Trumplickin." So they buy that fraud lie. Sad thing you got to worry about. Maybe they do buy this dimwits, this political whore, and his new pimp, Ken Griffin's lie. I mean, anything's possible. It's Illinois. Take a look at some of the people that represent you.
1: Mr. Solomon. No. Mr. Schimpf. Now,
3: this is my favorite. This was January 6th. Was it an insurrection? I'll tell you, I like both the other guys, Solomon and Schimpf. They're, they're decent guys. The only scumbag on that whole stage, real scumbag, real obvious scumbag, is
11: Richard Irvin.
1: Mr. Solomon. No. Mr. Schimpf. No. Mr. Irvin.
11: You know, I think we all agree that black people's lives matter, but oh, all lives people. matter. Black, white, Latino, Indian, Asian, and black lives matter no more no less have to be included in all lives
1: can
3: you see now now here's what the scum is avoiding black lives matter it's not the tagline that he wants you to believe every decent person thinks all lives matter this is about the movement of marxist scum you know the ones that admitted they were marxist scum
5: we actually do have an ideological frame Um, myself and alicia in particular are trained organizers
3: um We uh, are trained Marxists. So now here's the deal. This country's lost millions of soldiers telling them that they had to go and fight Marxists and kill them in wars all over the world. So they're asking you about the Marxist movement. Slimy, smarmy, political whore. Ken Griffin's biatch. They're asking you, dummy.
1: Explain why you emphasize all lives matter. Do you believe in the we Black the united, Lives Matter we are movement?
11: We the United States of America. We've got to start acting united. Shut your mouth
3: with your, with your bumper sticker bull dung. You're not Barack Obama. He could pull off that bull dung better than you, slick.
1: So you don't believe in the Black Lives Matter movement?
11: I believe that black lives, black people's lives matter just like all lives matter.
3: In, in- Everybody does, you piece of garbage. You're playing a, a, another political Democrat trick rather than admitting that BLM, not the Bureau of Land Management, but the Marxist movement that's admitted to be Marxist by the founders, the same founders who became real estate speculators and robbed the people once again. That's what they're talking about, short face. Yeah, what's with the face on him? you notice it? I mean, I had a Boston Terrier. He was cute. This short face, not so cute with the fast-talking lies of a political whore in the name of Richard Irvin.
9: In fairness,
2: when you talk about Black Lives Matter, you know, it's, are you talking about the entire institutional movement, what, other, what that organization has stood? Now the question Marine is.
3: asks a question, and he knows the answer, but he's placating him, which I'm shocked at because you're a Marine. You, bought, you understand what he's talking about. Don't give him an out. Call him what he is, a $2 political whore in a $5 world.
11: The state had a mask mandate. We did not have a mask mandate. The state did. J.B. Prisker had a mask mandate. Well, you and had we did, one in Aurora And as we well. did not, no.
3: Marianne Ahern winning the debate. That's who won the debate last night. Marianne Ahern. Of course, she was debating a political whore.
1: Did, there did. was a time when you encouraged businesses and said there would be fines if they didn't follow. No, was- now, was that
3: when you were taking the bribe to move Ken Griffin's tower closer so that he could get a little jump on the trades and front run? Is that when you were doing that, or was that when your two-dollar whore girlfriend was getting pepper sprayed in a pot dispensary, or your ex-wife tramp bagman was taking the millions of dollars of bribes? When was that, you scum, Richard Irvin?
11: This, that was David Pritzker's mandate. in oh, uh, matter of fact, he made he uh, put it on a roar to give you to warned have businesses
1: if customers were not wearing them, they would be fines.
11: As I said, you know, uh, when J.B. Prisker, you know, tried to force municipalities. You vote for that smarmy rat
3: bastard. Turn my show off for good. I don't ever want you listening to my show. You vote for Irvin. He's as, as corrupt, as obvious corrupt as Biden and any other Democrat whore. I'll be back in 21